What does a question-answering, problem-solving service like WPGU's Probe do when it gets a request from members of the University of Illinois' Popular Culture Club to get some information on the Marvel Comics Group and the Marvel Comics radio program in particular? Well, the logical thing to do is talk to the man who knows perhaps more than anyone about the Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, and the rest of the Marvel Comics characters, mainly because he created them. Stan Lee, Marvel's editorial director, and coincidentally, the man who narrates the radio series, heard twice each weekday on WPGU. There's times when real people let me down When the temperature falls to zero I curl up by the fire with a good book And for a while I am a superhero You really need to be a superhero Cause many times people will hurt you And try to mess you around And anyway my comic book heroes I'm Charlie Myerson, and this is Probe. I caught Lee for a telephone interview from his New York office on Friday afternoon, and I asked him how it feels to go from writing and editing comics to being a radio star. Oh, I love it. You know, when I was younger, when I was a teenager, in fact, I wanted to be an actor. In fact, I acted with the then Federal Theater, the WPA Federal Theater. There was Orson Welles and me, and uh, it didn't pay any money, though, so I finally got into writing. But being on the radio and doing little phone interviews like this or television interviews and so forth. It's the closest I can get to staying in showbiz. As for how the Fantastic Four came to be on radio, he explains that the story is linked with another radio series that used to run on WPGU. Uh, the fellow who does it, uh, Bob Michelson, had been doing the um, National Lampoon Radio Hour, and I had heard of him and of the Radio Hour. One day, I got a call from him, and he said, Hey, I think it would be great if we did the Fantastic Four series because the National Lampoon one was going off the air. Now, a number of people had tried this in the past. There were two or three times, some kids in college had wanted to do it. And then there was a group who live in a commune somewhere up in New York State who had wanted to do it. And there were always some hang-ups with, uh, legal hang-ups with giving the rights out, uh, which I won't even bore you with now, but it's, it isn't that uncomplicated to, to assign rights to people, because sometimes it conflicts with rights that you've given to other people in other areas. But at the time that Bob called me, the rights were available, and I knew his other show, and I said, great, I'd love to do it. I'd love to have a series made. And he said, would I do the narration, which appealed to the ham in me? And I said, sure, I'd, I'd love to do that, too. So uh, he's been working on it for about, I guess, the past six months. And um, what I had done, I went to the studio uh, for about three hours, uh, an hour and a half once and an hour and a half a couple weeks later, and did all of the narrations uh, at those two times. And um, I haven't really been in on the rehearsals for the other shows. It isn't playing in New York at the moment, so I don't even have a chance to hear it. And I keep so busy, he sent me some records. I haven't had time to play them yet. <laughs> so this is really the first report I'm getting on the on the shows. That being the case, Lee was a little disappointed when I told him some of the details on the series. For instance, Prince Namor, the submariner, the villain in last week's adventure, is not supposed to have a Bela Lugosi-style accent, he says. And told about the campy dialogue of the series, Lee says that the early FF adventures themselves were pretty campy. So the series, he said, should get better. As they get into it more, it, like with every other show, if the thing hangs around long enough, the people get more adept at what they're doing and they get more into the characterization and it, it just begins to get better just 
through natural evolution. I asked Lee what other projects are coming from Marvel in the future. He spoke at length about the team-up coming up in two or three months between Spider-Man, Marvel's top-selling character, and Superman, the best-selling character of competing national comics. It'll be an historic first, he said. But he's even more excited about another project. The biggest thing that has come along that's a total surprise is our book, Howard the Duck. I think this is going to be the big hit of 1976, you know. It, we just did it as a gag, and I'm getting mail and phone calls and, and communications from everybody all over, and we're getting calls from bookstores. We want more Howard the Duck. They're all sold out. Howard, by the way, is a humanoid duck trapped in a world of humans and superhumans he thinks are crazy. He may be right. In the first issue, for instance, he teams up with the amazing Spider-Man. Howard may be the biggest hit, however, since Marvel's Conan the Barbarian. Finally, I asked Smile and Stan, as Marvel fans call him, what he thinks of the current state of the comics art. Comics are now being taken somewhat seriously by people above the age of 14. And I always felt that the comic strip medium was a perfectly viable medium. But because of the fact that the people in the business never took it seriously enough, the outside world never did either. And now you'd be amazed how many people at how many colleges and universities are into, college, are into comics and are studying them and care about them, essentially the way people study and care about movies and television shows and novels and so forth. And I don't say that comics are better or worse or anything, but they are definitely part of the mass media and they're a very enjoyable part and a very creative and imaginative part. No doubt from this reporter that Howard the Duck is creative and imaginative. It's also weird, but what else would you expect from the company that gave you the Incredible Hulk and the Silver Surfer? Probe will be tackling some more traditional problems next week if you phone in your comments this Wednesday night between 8 and 10 at 333-2016 or if you write to us at 1241 South Euclid, Champaign 61820. I'm Charlie Myerson. Probe is a pre-recorded public affairs presentation of WPGU News. There's times when real people let me down When the temperature falls to zero I curl up by the fire with a good book And for a while I am a superhero 